Hi, and welcome to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. And as promised, today's episode is going to be about awakening the third eye. So if you caught any of my Instagram or Facebook posts or my website posts, um, I'm going to be taking on this in complete theory and application. There are a lot of people out there who talk about, do YouTube videos and give a five to 10 minute episode about awakening your third eye. This is a little bit more invasive. This is going to truly, truly awaken that part of your clear sense. And I think it's important. I mean, first of all, I'm using the book, Awakening the Third Eye, third edition by Samuel Sagan, MD. And he puts a lot of theory into practice. He runs a school, I believe, in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't get a chance to really go on the website too much. I've been dealing a lot with his book. And I've seen other people do, you know, episodes on this book, giving a guided meditation. And I really don't see any correlation to his work. So I really, really want to honor his work because it's, I think it's a great starting off point. Definitely a great jumping off point into doing it properly. So it's going to be a couple episodes, just like the Kundalini. The Kundalini, um, we, we're going to be doing segments in uh, the chakras, not just the seven principal chakras that are in our physical body, but the other ones as well. And there's quite a few. And we're going to be talking about... Um, balancing them before we get to the kundalini activation. As with that, um, with this subject matter, there's a lot to it. So today, we're going to talk about um, certain things to do with the larynx and the initial not meditation, so to speak, but the initial first opening. And you'll only do this once, but it's that it's really important. It's incredibly important. And then I will be doing guided meditations, quite a few, because there's just in the third eye alone, there's a lot to do it, to it rather. Um, and then we can get into, you know, channeling, seeing um, certain practices on the etheric body, the art of tuning in, earth lines, um, meridians in the body, you know, and a whole bunch of other complementary techniques. So this is going to be, you know, quite a few episodes, but this one is the most important. Um so again, if you want to get the book, it's there is no electronic version. There is no ebook version of it. There is a paperback. Um, you can get it on Amazon. If you go on my website, psychicmediumnewyorkcity.com, um, you'll see a post there about it um, with the link 
to Amazon, or you can just look up Awakening Third Eye by Samuel Sagan, S-A-G-A-N. And that way you can read through the material and go through it as I talk about it here on Psychic Today. So, you know, inner vision is not just, as like I've said before, I get possessed by only a few. You know, uh, everybody has it. Everybody also has their third eye opened a bit and they just may not realize that it's activated or a little bit activated, should we speak. But it's an essential, it's an essential function of consciousness and it lends itself to systematic cultivation. This inner vision requires building some new energetic organ, so to speak, of which the third eye is an essential part. The new structures are not physical. Nevertheless, they're real and very tangible. Once fully developed, they give rise to extremely clear perceptions, perceptions that are, in fact, sharper and more substantial than those coming through the physical senses. So... You're going to learn how to do this, and it's it's going to feel real. And you're going to know the difference between um, your what your thoughts are and what aren't, okay? So what we're going to have to do is silence the chatter, the ordinary mind, and then we're going to step into st- higher states of consciousness. In essence, this work is a quest for the self. Okay, but the quest will be much more powerful, especially if you let go of preconceived ideas as to what you're supposed to find. It's really important that you do that and not have an image in your mind of what it's going to look like. You know, so there's a few principles and methods of his work. One is do not force, do not concentrate, just be aware. This is essential because if you're just aware and you're not focusing on, on especially images that come into your mind, don't try and grasp them and hold on to them because then you're, you're changing your focus and you're not going to be able to hold on to it anyway. So while we're doing this work, especially in the beginning, if images come into your mind, just... Try to just acknowledge it in a sense where you're not paying too much attention to it. Just be aware of what's what's going on, okay? Um, developing, developing the third eye is a direct way of expanding your consciousness universe and discovering your essential values, fathoming your own mystery. You're going actually inside yourself, deep inside yourself. And what's most important is opening up your heart chakra and expanding it out as much as you can, the love, and being in the present moment. This is just a side note, okay? So if you're not thinking about what it should look like or what you think it should look like from whether it's from other mediums you may know, or psychics or clairvoyants, um, or what you see on TV or in the movies, you know, it's not going to be the same for everybody. Okay. So just know that. And also know that spiritual development is certainly a fight, but it's a fight in which the main weapon is letting go. Okay. So you have to let go 
of so much preconceived ideas, uh, what you think should be going on. You know, you got to get your head out of it. You know, you have to just basically lay there and, and just be conscious and it will come. It really will. The work of opening is, you know, not appropriate to concentrate, try hard or force. If you were to try hard, what would happen? You would immediately be operating from your ordinary mind, meaning that fraction of yourself with which you presently think, what's called the discursive mind, with its never-ending inner chatter, will never let you branch out. It will never shut up. It'll just keep, you'll just keep thinking thoughts and you will not be using your consciousness. You will be using your ordinary mind. You've been conditioned from an early age to do everything from this mental layer. Therefore, if you try to do the work of opening subtle perception, you're likely to remain caught in the discursive mind, which is the ordinary mind a layer which is notoriously unfit for any form of spiritual perception. So if you really want this to work, you got to just keep reminding yourself to let go, relax, and stop thinking. Can't overthink this. Um, So stop doing, be fully aware, but just aware. Allow what is already inside of you to come to the surface and to Be revealed to your consciousness. Don't do anything. Let things happen and flow with what comes. In the physical world, when you want something, you have to strive for it. In spiritual worlds, everything is reversed, as if in a a mirror image. If you want something, you have to let it come to you. It's a new skill which has to be developed, and it's not easy. But you'll get used to it. So just be aware and Everything will happen. Um, Another principle of his is no creative visualization, no imagination, just awareness. Now, a lot of people, um, especially gurus or other mediums or developing mediums out there, they, when you're working on clairvoyance, they tell you to use your imagination. Here, we we don't want to do that, okay? We want to just, we don't want to do any creative visualization. Don't use your imagination. Again, just be aware. Um, It's advised that you never try to make up visions or imagine them. If images, lights, spiritual beings, or anything else comes into your vision, that's okay. But don't make them up. Don't try to induce them either. Okay? So don't think, oh, I should be seeing, you know, this... The shadow in my my vision is is an ET, and it's you know from uh, another star system, like uh, the Palladians or the Syrians, and this is what it should look like. Just again, just be aware. Another principle of Sagan's is trust your experience. Okay, so when there's nothing to believe, there is nothing to doubt either. Since you're not trying to make anything up, don't waste your time worrying about whether you are really seeing what you're seeing. And this is why he goes into such, you know, 
repetitive as what it sounds like I'm doing repetitive uh, principles of just being aware that way you don't question what you see because you're 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 not trying to focus you're not trying to use your imagination you're not doing creative visualization you're just being aware so whatever comes into your mind you know that's what you're seeing and experiences start to be repeated on a regular basis it'll become easier and easier to trust them you know at first it's going to seem you could have a, an amazing experience and see a lot or you might not see anything you might just see colors or you might just see lights or you might just see darkness but you're still seeing something so don't think that you're not the other thing is don't overanalyze your experience do not try to analyze an experience where it is still happening. Otherwise, you will immediately lose touch with, you, with the perception. One of the keys to perception lies in cultivating a, super, a superior form of stillness, the capacity to not react when something takes place inside. Once the experience is over, you'll have plenty of time to analyze it. Um, another one of his... Uh, principles is about psychic protection. Um, perception is the mother of protection. So, you know, you should be able to <clears throat> clear that, that the method only teaches you how to open your third eye, but also how to densify and close your energy when needed. So, well, you know, from the first techniques, the vibration in the third eye will begin to awaken a higher density of protective energy. So you don't really don't have to be worried about that. If you are, you could always use some grounding stones with you to keep with you. Maybe have black obsidian or black tourmaline. They're great protective stones. You could have one in one of your hands or on your yoga mat next to you or sitting in your lap on the chair, depending on where you're going to do it. Um, and then you're going to practice, practice, practice. Like with anything else, you know, you're going to need to do it over and over again. Not the first initial opening, but the other techniques and guided meditations. And that's why it's great that I'm doing it on this podcast because that way you can come back to it anytime you want and listen to it over and over and over again. And with if you're listening to it on your phone, there are apps, whether it's, you know, podcasts from iTunes or, you know, Google App Store or Breaker, depending on the app that you use, you can download it and have it saved to your phone or your iPad or your tablet. And... Um, be able to go to it anytime you need to instead of having to open you know and and the book and read it, it comes a lot more natural when you're listening to somebody as opposed to reading it in a book um so it's different for me because i have been through so much training and certifications in this work that, you know, I can read this book and get the gist, but for people who are just starting out, 
the guided meditation should be extremely helpful. And, you know, be playful with the techniques, you know, and everything is relative. You know, just keep that in mind. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking about the mysteries of the larynx, throat fiction, because this is going to come into play in most of the third eye techniques. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back. Now, this next segment, we're going to be talking about the larynx and throat fiction. Okay, so throat fiction, friction is the practice of breathing with friction at the lower part of the back of the throat while keeping the mouth slightly open. The friction is generated during both inhale, inhalation and exhalation. It creates a wind type of sound. There is neither humming nor buzzing nor any form of chanted sound. The sound is roughly the same while inhaling and exhaling. If you can, try to implement the throat friction from as low as possible in your throat. It'll be easier to sustain over long periods of time. But before giving more indications and tips on, let me state the essential. Don't worry about finding the perfect throat friction. Friction. Just do a kind of friction sound and let it adjust itself over time. If you try to do it too perfectly, you'll end up doing it all wrong and the same applies to all the techniques we're going to be talking about, okay? So being too finicky, your mind is likely to get in the way. So just breathe with some vague friction in the throat. Through practice, the correct energetic configuration will fall itself into place. Now, there's a couple tips on this. If you want, you can put your two fingers where um, a man's Adam apple, Adam's apple is in the throat. Okay, um, so it's going to be vague, okay, but the vague friction sound will be enough to carry you through the exercise of awakening your third eye. It doesn't matter whether you're breathing through your nose or your mouth either, or both at the same time, but try to keep your mouth slightly open so as to lower the, the jaw have it loose and relaxed. doesn't have to be a big opening, just kind of slack-jawed when, you know, you're relaxed. Um, this generates a certain energetic configuration that could be enough to induce a slightly altered state of consciousness. The throat friction is more comfortable and more efficient when it's implemented from the back of the throat rather than the mouth or the palate. If you were to produce a friction from the middle or front of the mouth, which is the incorrect sound, it will be higher pitched and somewhat shriller or even like a whistle. You can experiment with each one if you want, but the correct friction comes from the larynx and the lower pharynx, pharynx rather, um, meaning the lower part of the back of the throat area. And that's the correct sound. So it's lower pitch, deeper, and more internalized than if it came from the front of the mouth. I'm going to do it now. Hopefully my mic isn't going to have this just make it sound like 
<laughs> snow on a TV, but you're going to want to keep your mouth open. Now, again, you don't want to do it quickly. You want to do it as if how your normal rhythm of breathing, because you don't want to hyperventilate. Okay. So you're just going to produce this. And if you keep your fingers there where the um, Adam's apple is on a man, um, or if you're a man where your Adam's apple is, you might feel a little bit more of a, it'll be slight of vibration in the inhalation more than the exhalation. And that's okay. All right. Because what it does is it's opening you up um, and reinforcing your connection with energy. So, and that's the purpose of throat friction. So I'm just going to do an example now. Okay. So as you see, I did it normal at first, a little bit quicker in the middle, and then slower again. Because if you think about it, the focus isn't on the breath, okay? It's on the larynx. So if you think about it too much, it's going to get your head in the way. And that's the last thing you want is getting your head in the way. So... This energetic action that happens with the throat friction will be greatly enhanced if your neck is straight and vertical in line with the rest of your spine. The more perfectly upright you hold your neck and throat, the more power is released in the larynx. This can be experienced as a sun intensification of the vibration in response to tiny adjustments in the neck as you move towards the point of perfected uprightness. So, no, though, the purpose, like I said before, is not on the breath. It's through the mouth instead of, it's through the <laughs> mouth instead of the nose. Breathing through the nose tends to be more natural and effortless. While working with the third eye technique, you should completely be spontaneous. Breathe through the nose, the mouth, or both at the same time following the flow of the instant. So whatever comes natural, all right? Um, don't overthink it. And it's hard not to. Believe me, I get it. <laughs> um, but just try, if you start thinking about it, to just, just swipe away the thought. If you find that your throat gets slightly irritated or dry, then you're not doing it right, okay? So, you know, stop and practice again, especially if you keep your fingers there while you're practicing, um, because then you'll know if it's coming from the larynx or if it's coming from the upper part of the back of the mouth or through up through the nose, okay? Um, you know, after a few days, throat friction adjusts itself naturally, and all these irritating sensations will disappear. Um, it should be emphasized, though, that the focus of this technique is on the larynx, again, not on the breath. 
then here are the purposes and effects of throat friction. It's an energetic rather than a physical technique. It quiets the mind and instantaneously induces a more focused and internalized state of consciousness with enhanced receptivity to all manner of subtle perceptions. So I know that sounds really complicated and technical, but what he's trying to say here is it's, again, you're dealing with energy here, not so much um, the physical part of the larynx. So with throat friction, friction, I don't know why I keep saying fiction, with throat friction, it tends, it's going to be what it's connecting to, which is your third eye eventually. Um, one of the main actions is to amplify any psychic phenomena. You know, connecting the throat to the area between the eyebrows in a way that strengthens your awareness of the third eye. Um, the throat friction will be linked to different structures in your subtle bodies, and it'll reinforce them to, facilit to facilitate their crystallization. When connecting the throat friction to the third eye or other structures, what exactly does connecting mean? It's a feeling that is easier to experience and to describe, but at the most simple um, explanation, it just means being aware of them both at once. So as we go into the guided meditation for this, you're going to just be aware of both the throat friction and the sensation between your eyebrows at the same time. So that's what connection is going to mean, okay? In order to connect the throat friction with the area between the eyebrows, for example, the first thing to do is to feel both at the same time. It's just a joint awareness. The area between the eyebrows seems to vibrate together with the throat friction. A kind of mixing takes place. Um, and there's a communication of energy between the larynx and the third eye. So that's why it's important. Um, this follows a simple but essential experience. Your perception of the third eye quickly becomes more distinct and tangible. The result is clear and instantaneous. The effect of the throat friction is to give shape, make things more substantial. Whenever you connect the throat friction with a chakra or any other energetic organ, the organ becomes more perceptible. The larynx makes things manifest. It reveals them. And that's why it's, it's such a different yet important part of this work. And I haven't honestly seen anyone else talk about this, um, especially people who have claimed to have read this book and have given their own sort of uh, guided meditations on it because it's, they didn't include anything like this. So that's just uh, discerning. So the next thing he does is he talks about the humming sound and the magic of bees. So sitting in a meditative position with your back extremely straight, become aware of the cervical part of the spine, which is the part of the, in the neck 
and aim for perfectly vertical position aligned with the rest of the back. A simple way to achieve this is to sit if you were hanging from a thread attached to the top of your head. So if you vision, you know, sitting straight up and there's like a thread holding you up by the top of your head, that way your posture is better and your head is up instead of down. Okay, you're going to keep your eyes closed. You're going to be aware of your larynx. And then you're going to start a continuous humming or buzzing sound in your throat. You're going to make your throat vibrate is basically what you're going to do. If you can make the sound both while inhaling and exhaling, that would be preferable. But if you can only make it exhaling, that's fine. Make short inhalations and long exhalations. So you're going to inhale shortly, but exhale longer. Compa uh, you, know, you can continue this for a few minutes and then stop and remain silent and motionless for another couple minutes, just feeling the vibration of the throat. I did this and I couldn't, I couldn't believe how euphoric it kind of feels. And um, it was, it was interesting. It was quite interesting. Um, so he says this technique can be quite intoxicating. Yes, it can. Um, if practiced long enough, it induces a slightly exhilarating altered state of consciousness. The effect is strongly reinforced by being aware in the third eye at the same time. So if you can, while you're humming, um, think about the area between your eyebrows. Not think about so much, but just be aware of then it'll, you'll have uh, quite an experience. Uh, one way in practicing the exercise is to make the humming sound resemble a buzzing of a bee. Um, so, you know, bees who are generally great experts in buzzing sounds are highly alchemical little creatures, believe it or not. So this is an amazing way for you to practice the larynx, and it gives a little altered state of consciousness along with it. That's quite pleasant. And again, just do it for a couple minutes and then stop and stay motionless for minutes. Um, I just want to go over the tips again, what to do. So you're going to sit in a meditative position with extremely straight, okay, with your head and your, and your, you're going to concentrate on the, the back of your neck, okay, you're going to make sure that's aligned with the rest of the spine, picture a thread holding you up by the top of your head, you're going to close your eyes, you're going to be aware of your larynx, you're going to start humming, or a buzzing sound, you're going to do short inhales and long exhales just for a few minutes. You're going to remain aware of the physical vibration in the larynx. And if it's not too confusing, you can eventually start to just be aware of both the larynx 
and the points in between your eyebrows just for a few minutes and then stop remain silent and motionless for a few more minutes just feeling the vibration in your throat okay so that's going to be the first trial run of getting the larynx down okay and then we're going to do I'm thinking of doing a whole episode on the third eye part of it because the first awakening is pretty important and I think I will do it in the in a way that uh, I'm talking you through it with music telling you what to do and we'll see I think that might be the best way to do it I mean I could definitely go over it the way I did with the larynx but there's just so much more involved there's a lot more there's like six phases of things that you need to do how you need to sit and I just feel like I'm throwing information at you instead of helping you through it. So we'll see how this comes out. I'm going to try and do a guided meditation with this. If not, I'll just do it the way I did with the larynx. So stay tuned. We'll be back with Awakening the Third Eye. Hi, and welcome back to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. And I just wanted to do a quick recap and what lies ahead. So what I decided to do for the third eye portion of this soon-to-be meditation is go through all the steps with you in the first segment of the next episode and then do a guided meditation set to some relaxing music, um, some specific music as well that's going to um, affect the pressure or vibration or tingling between the third eye. Otherwise, this podcast will end up being about two hours long. So what I want you to do is I want you to practice the throat friction and practice that little exercise of humming or buzzing. And within the next day or two, I'm going to get up a segment on going through everything with the third eye and connecting it with the larynx and the throat friction. And then, you know, uploading the recording I'm going to make onto the episode. So I hope you enjoyed this great session. I actually use the, I've been using the throat friction in conjunction with my meditation and it seems to be really working well. So just practice, 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 and we'll talk soon. Don't forget, make it a great day.